Welcome to Sacred CEO, the podcast where visionary women learn to be bold with their voice and become the sacred six and seven figure CEOs of their businesses and lives. I'm your host, Dr. Claudia, former Ivy League trained professor turned business coach for women with a big message and a big story to share and whose ideas don't fit neatly into a box and maybe even challenge the status quo. My mission is to teach women how to find and unleash their voice, share it unapologetically and make money while building real wealth. You'll hear solo episodes and interviews on topics such as business, spirituality and relationships. We'll talk about all the things that women are not supposed to talk about, such as unapologetic self-expression, confidence and magnetism, money, wealth and power, so that we can explore what it truly means to be a woman with a voice today. Let's dive in because it's time to get unleashed. Welcome to episode one of the Sacred CEO podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so honored that you're here and I truly want to take this time to welcome you inside this space. The Sacred CEO podcast is a space for unbridled self-expression, a place where you'll get a ton of value on a variety of topics from business to relationships to speaking your truth to using your voice as a force for good to sacred selling and transformational marketing. It's a space where you receive exclusive trainings and activations where there'll be amazing life-changing interviews with really remarkable guests. But most importantly, this is the place where we get to explore what it means to be a woman with a voice, especially in this day and age. I believe we're going through collectively, but also internally, we're going through a collective uh, uh, restructuring. The old paradigm of living and being and working is dying off. And we're being called forward to use our voice, to use our story, to use our embodied experience, to usher in the new. We're being called forward to carve a new path. This path is going to be unique. It's going to be aligned to us, to our unique makeup and energetic blueprint. And it's our job to say yes to this. It's our job to say no to the old and say yes to the new. And say yes to the calling of being someone who walks this new path. So what does it mean to be a woman with a voice? What does it mean to run a business as a woman with a voice? What does it mean to live as a woman with a voice in this world? And this is not exclusive to women, of course. Uh, My audience is primarily women, but you'll hear also interviews with amazing men who have so, so much to contribute. So what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it look like to carve your own path? What does it look like to speak your own truth no matter what in the most grounded, compassionate and unleashed and potent and magnetic way? What does it mean to unapologetically claim your desires and take up space and be seen in the range of your expression? What does it mean and what does it look like to share your sacred message with the world 
and to become an embodied manifestation of your sacred work in the world. Because this is not just about what you say, this is about who you are. This is about what you stand for in this world. And if you still have little sticky points around, you know, avoiding energy or running away or wanting to freeze or wanting to collapse, this podcast is going to be your invitation to step fully in, to say yes to life, to say yes to the current of life force that wants to come through you and just can't wait to be expressed. What does it mean? What does it look like to build wealth in a way that's fully aligned, in a way that allows you to have not just money, but also time and location freedom, like I have right now? What does it mean and what does it look like to create create a wealth ecosystem, whether through your business or through stacked investments and multiple strategies? You know, we'll talk more about this for sure. Um, This is a big topic that I want to bring forward. But what does it mean to create a wealth ecosystem that allows your family time, freedom, you know, location freedom, but also that changes the story for you, for your children, for your community, that creates a new generational timeline, again, for yourself and the people that choose to follow you. What does it look like and what does it feel like to build a movement with your message and to stand unapologetically for something greater than yourself, attracting the following that's meant to follow you, that's meant to fall in love with you? We'll also talk about all the things that we're not supposed to talk about, especially as women. So along with money and wealth, we'll also talk about power and apologetically speaking our truth, claiming our desires, stepping into unapologetic, unbridled receivership. We're meant to just be channels for life force, as I said, and for deep, deep, deep truth. And we're meant to be open to all the abundance that the universe has in store for us. So how do we get there? So that we can fulfill our sacred work in the world. So that we can be the channel for the deepest, most transformational truth that wants to come through us. And how to identify that truth. You know, voice is a multi-layer experience. Yes, level one is what you want to say and making sure you're connected in every moment of your life, in your personal relationships and also in your business. But voice is also what do you stand for? What is the transformation that you came here to be a witness to? That you're meant to embody and to provide the medicine for other people to follow in your steps. We'll explore all of these topics along with leadership and power and speaking your truth and unapologetically taking up space and becoming a channel for life force, for the life force that wants to come through you so that you become a pure expression of life. And this is an ongoing process of shedding conditioning, of shedding the layers of good girl, 
of people pleasing, of being the proper and professional woman or even girl, um, making sure we always appease others and in the process we abandon ourselves. We are shedding conditioning around being just and always being liked and appeasing others. What does it look like? What does it mean to stand in the power of our truth so that we can attract the haters and it's not that big of a deal? Because we are not available for abandoning ourselves anymore. So I'm super excited for all these conversations and my hope for this first episode is that it already activates you. It already proves to you that another reality is available and your business, your sacred business is the channel to get there. This is also about redefining what business is. This is not about capitalistic practices based on extraction. This is not about quantity over quality. This is not about profit at all costs at the expense of your well-being and dehumanizing your audience. This is about community. This is about connection. This is about profound personal and collective healing. This is about healing your nervous system. This is about manifesting your most magnificent business and life. This is about creating, tapping into your creative fire and creating the life that you're truly meant to live. We do business differently here. We are sacred CEOs. Business is a sacred practice based on community and connection and authenticity that becomes a healing to ourselves, to our clients, to our families, to our communities, and to the world. If you don't know me, I'm your host. I'm Dr. Claudia Consolati. I'm not a doctor of medicine. I'm a doctor because I have a fancy Ivy League PhD And for many years, I was a broke professor of film and gender studies. I taught courses on film history and theories of gender and sexuality. And then I created my own course. I created many courses, but the one that I'm most proud of, that was sort of a mini version of what my business is now and what my message is now. I created this course called Feminism in Media. And I taught that for many, many years. And what I felt when I was an academic, I felt that I was being kept extremely small by the four walls of the classroom. Even though I've always loved my relationship with the students, I didn't feel like academia as an institution could contain me. It was very hierarchical with no opportunities for junior faculty and junior you know, junior professors to really shine and to really make their voice heard. So I realized when I got my full-time job, I realized within the first month that my soul was dying. And I stayed in that job for quite a few years because I was going through some personal changes, you know, some pretty major life transitions like you know, buying a house and getting married and then getting divorced. So that voice came in, that job came in really handy, but it really allowed me, I'm so thankful and grateful to that job now, which, you know, gave me a lot of opportunity, especially in relating to 
to the students that I had and to teaching those courses. But it also gave me the time and space to really step into my sacred mission, to really step into my mission of empowering women around their voices and stepping into the sacred work so that they can create a movement with their message and build generational wealth for themselves, their families, their communities, and the world. So for many years, I tried to build a business. You know, I was following all the gurus and all the trainings and I was making some money. So it was somewhat working, but I wasn't really seeing the profit that I wanted to see. And I couldn't really f- understand how to make it profitable because I was capped in time, energy. I wasn't charging enough. It wasn't until I gave myself full permission to truly unleash my voice in my business and say what the fuck I truly wanted to say that the clients started pouring in and I scaled to multiple six figures in record time. And now we run, you know, my team and I at Unleashed, we run a multi six figure company. And You guys, I have zero business background. It's not, I'm a shy, nerdy kid that somehow found herself in this position by following just the little tugs of her soul. So if I can do this, anyone really can. You just have to be willing to be, to say yes to the calling and to be in the process and to take courageous action over and over again. So now we run a successful multi six figure business. We're scaling to seven figures as well. And we serve clients around voice at any stage of their business and their evolution, depending on the investment that they're available for and depending on, you know, what is the lesson that they need to learn. We have, you know, programs that are $27 and then programs that are tens of thousands of dollars so there's a little bit of everything for everyone so I wanted to invite you to think about the title of this podcast the notion of a sacred CEO and I want to tell you what prompted me to call this podcast this way And the name, of course, came to me. It wasn't a fully thought out decision. I didn't sit down and thinking about this logically. There is some logical ways to go about it, but that's not what I did. I always follow my intuition on these things. But this name resonated with me because it encapsulates two key components of my business and of my teachings that I want to share with you. So the first piece is sacred the sacrality of this work. And I'm not saying this lightly. This work and the message I feel called to share really comes from the depth of my soul, but also comes from my own spiritual awakening. Of course, now I'm on the other side of it. But this work was created and birthed in the two years that I sat on a couch watching self-help YouTube videos and realizing that the reality I had signed up for was not true. It was not real. It was like I took off the sunglasses that I was wearing and then all of a sudden I was living in a different reality and I needed to deconstruct all the things that I believe to be true, all the lies that I've built my life on, both professionally, you know, getting a PhD, a fancy PhD, becoming an academic, trying to please 
all the people around me, like my parents or my community, um, giving a false impression of who I truly was. So I sat on the couch for two years as I was going through the dissolution of my marriage and then my divorce. And I just was stripped naked. And little by little, I also began rebuilding. And you guys, it was a slow process. This did not happen overnight. This is the work of the past decade. I'm reaping the rewards now. I'm in a happy relationship. My business is thriving. I'm in the best physical shape of my life. I live a creative life. I'm an artist at heart. I'm a writer. But this is the result of 10 years of deep, deep inquiry. And there was a lot of pain. There was a lot of like rude awakenings. But I always said yes. Yes to also realizing that there was something bigger than me. Bigger than all of us. And our job is to be fully tuned into that. I don't care how you call that. I don't even have a name for it. I call it spirit or source. And this is not a religious message. I'm not... I personally don't follow any specific religion. I mean, of course, you're welcome here if you do. But there is a, I believe in the deeply spiritual component of life. I cannot deny that. Call it woo, call it whatever you want. But this is just my truth. And this is why my, I call business a sacred practice. This is why I call my work sacred work. Also because it came out of that spiritual awakening. It came out for me out of that dark night of the soul. And my invitation to everyone who's going through that right now is to say yes to it. And there'll be other many dark nights of the soul and that's okay. Because you're dismantling a new layer of reality to access your deepest self. And then I... Talk about being a CEO, so sacred CEO, because first of all, I have a powerful, grounded energy that I wanted to honor. So I have this deeply spiritual side, but I also am an action taker and I'm a creator. I need to create in my life. And I believe the most amazing things have come into my life because of my business because I was willing to take the actions because I was willing to hire support because I was willing to lead a transformational business and to lead myself in it and to lead myself in my life so being the CEO it's about being you know the six-figure seven-figure CEO of your business but also it's about leading your life and leading yourself. And what I realized with my shiny Ivy League PhD and fancy professor title, I was not leading myself. I was operating in victimhood and according to subconscious patterns that are widely acceptable and accepted in society that told me that I needed to have a nine to five job, I needed to save, I needed to have retirement and I've accumulated more wealth in the past two years than I have in, you know, 35 years of being in the workforce, you know, maybe a little bit less, but to give you, to give you a sense. 
So my invitation for you and what I want this podcast to be for you is an invitation to step into your sacred CEO-ship. To claim that title for yourself and it's going to have a unique flavor according to who you are. I would be failing on my job if I thought that your version of a sacred CEO would have to look like mine. This is about unique individual paths, unique individual business models, offers, suits, uh, suites, stacked offers, you know, launching strategies, marketing and selling strategies. This is not about cookie cutter uh, business. It's about businesses and wealth plans that have longevity, that are here to stay and that keep growing exponentially. So my invitation for you through this episode, but also this podcast is to step into your version of a sacred CEO and to step, there's going to be an energetic upgrade that has to happen for you to step to the next level. And this is a continuous cyclical process, right? There's not just one next level. There's always going to be versions of the next level, but I want you to try on what does it mean to be a sacred CEO for you? And I want you to get very specific about the details, you know, location independent, not waking up with an alarm clock, which I definitely haven't done in years but also i want you to put it on energetically it's definitely this is how i manifest things this is how i create the next level i energetically align with the new thing i want to accomplish or achieve so who is the sacred ceo and i'm going to give you some guidelines about how to embody this new energy And what are kind of like the pillars of what makes a sacred CEO? So the sacred CEO, and this is going to intertwine business and life because I believe, at least it has always been the case for me, business has been really about becoming the person meant to be in my life and my life has really informed by business. So for me, the two things are really intertwined and we cannot, especially if you're a creative, especially if you're multi-passionate, especially if you're committed to living authentically, your business and your life are one and the same, which doesn't mean that you won't create, have a team or create business structures and create standard operating procedures, right? All of that is necessary, especially if you're scaling, but you are the creative force behind the business. And the business is calling you into your personal evolution. Your desire to be visible and your fear of being visible, for instance, is your soul calling you into the next stage of your evolution and the evolution of your consciousness. But most people, you know, they they know the calls, but most people don't listen to the calls, the callings, right? So your job to really be a sacred CEO is to hear the, the callings or calls and always listen to those and take the scary action and move off the beaten path and carve your own path. This is Honestly, like this is like in a nutshell, this is what a sacred CEO does. So the sacred CEO is committed to living authentically. And authentically is it's something that you'll discover with time. What does that look like and what how does that feel? And there's also an embodied component to that. It's about, of course, speaking your truth, but you know, I would be doing you a disservice if I just said that voice is about speaking your truth 
because voice is about your thought leadership it's about um, being able to articulate in your messaging and your marketing what you came here to do in a way that's so sharp and so clear and so direct that your people can't help but fall in love with you but there's also a somatic component it's about energetically being connected to your body first and foremost i know if you're like me and you were taught to be more professional and masculine you probably learn to live from the neck up so there's this embodied component of becoming a physical manifestation of the sacred work that you came here to do so authenticity and embodiment are key pillars of what it means to be a sacred ceo this is not just about logic it's also not just about embodiment right we need structures we need systems we need a marketing strategy we need a launch strategy we need offers to sell so it's not just about feminine energy which is absolutely necessary but we need the balance of both but the sacred ceo chooses to live authentically and in an embodied way even if these words sound a little vague to you there were years where I didn't even know what living embodied meant and really in touch with my emotions and being able to identify and process my emotions. The sacred CEO is also committed to her vision before her fears. So she says yes to the pulse of her heart and her soul, which is the desire to create. This is not entitled, I want more. This is a desire to create and you need to have the support around you in other ways with coaches, partners, you know, help that's necessary so that you can fulfill your number one sacred job, which is to create. The sacred CEO is also always since her desire to create and her commitment to her vision is number one priority is committed to taking the scary action in alignment with the dreams and the vision the sacred ceo is committed to saying yes to her calling and acting according to that So you see how in this framework, you cannot live based on fear. You have to live based on desire. Which also means the sacred CEO, and I feel this adjective sacred is so important in this, takes care of herself first. We all know we've all been the woman who prioritizes others, especially if we have like, I've had or have challenging life circumstances. This is not, we will talk sometimes, often, this is just life, we have situations in our life that are far from ideal, that are really taxing, that we need to take care of, right? So we're not escaping this. This is not about some version of, you know, the Oz, speaking about the Wizard of Oz. This is not an idealized reality. We're dealing often, almost always, with very real life situations, you know, a lot of kids or kids with special needs or you know pets who need to go need to go to the vet all the time so they're very real being a single mom 
changing countries, you know, moving across the ocean is very, very real life circumstances. So, but the sacred CEO knows that she has to take care of herself first because otherwise nothing happens. So she's unapologetic about receiving, asking and receiving what's her birthright to receive so that she can put her sacred work out into the world. So my invitation for you is which one of these points feel sticky? Where do you not feel safe stepping into your CEO role, whether in your business, in your life, or both? Where do you not feel safe stepping into the sacredness of the work that you've been called to do? Where do you not feel safe being seen? Where do you not feel safe unapologetically taking up space? Where do you not feel safe using your voice? So a very good starting point is to create this map of all the places that feel sticky. And this is the journey. This is also another key component of the sacred CEO. She's transparent. Her inner world matches her outer world. Because she's just a channel for life force that wants to come through her. So creating a map of all the energies that feel stagnant and sticky and kind of like old paradigm and the stuff that you're ready to release, I think this is such a powerful starting point because it gives you, first of all, a clear picture and it allows you to be super honest with yourself and own pieces of your shadow that maybe you, up until now, you were not willing to see. Like the fact that you've been a good girl because you wanted to control other people's perception of you or the fact that you don't yet have a community that feels truly soulful, soulfully fulfilling to you or the fact that your clients are draining or the fact that you're still retreating from from using social media to market your business and get visible or the fact that that self-promotion feels horrifying to you. So just creating this map of all the sticky points. And if you're like me, I'm super creative, so you can get super creative, use different colors, use post-its, use sticky notes, draw. You know, some of my clients also, you know, use creative practices like body movement and singing and creative visualization. So create this map and then select the first piece that you want to work on. You know, maybe it is the unaligned clients that feel very heavy, that feels like you're carrying the responsibility for them and their evolution. So what can you do to shift out of that? Do you need to elevate your message? Do you need to elevate your marketing strategy, right? Troubleshoot that one little piece. And this, you guys, this is not about one massive quantum leap, one massive transformation. I think the job of being a sacred CEO is a day-to-day practice. And then it's a job, it's work that never ends. So I truly hope this first episode was so supportive for you. We, meaning me and my team, love, love, love to hear from you. So feel free to follow us on Instagram. Send us a DM. 
Let us know what your favorite piece, what your favorite nugget was from this episode. And also make sure to leave a review because we love to hear your feedback, to hear what you think of the podcast. I see this truly as a conversation between me and you. So your input is truly, truly valued and valuable. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sacred CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. And please share it with all the women in your circle who can benefit from it. We're building a movement of powerhouse, heart-led, visionary sisters who are choosing to be bold with their voice and build six- and seven-figure transformational businesses based on their authentic voice that create wealth and a legacy for generations to come. And don't forget to subscribe to get access to next week's episode. I'll see you there.